0: Sweet Sweet Garbage is a podcast in which two women, Jenna Redding and Bailey Von Schneider, take a look back at some of their favorite garbage films and television. Knowing them as we do, we have to ask the question, why do they find themselves enamored with this trash? Not only that, why do we ourselves root for the problematic woman? We love a good crazy stalker, male or female. Why is Bailey okay with the idea of Penn Badgley stalking her? Why does Jenna want to single white female every person she meets? Can they be feminists and still enjoy these indulgences? Let's find out.
1: All right, everyone. So we are now officially in November, and we're starting our Thanksgiving month.
0: Yeah, woo, Thanksgiving, the ugly stepchild of genre movies
1: yes it, it it was a struggle to I think next November we're just not gonna have a theme and just do whatever
0: yeah sorry pilgrims uh you you just we're gonna have to just write our own Thanksgiving movies yeah. ourselves I think because be, this was yes really. difficult <laughs>
1: I mean Thanksgiving is also pretty much the slaughter of almost an entire race so there's a lot of bad yeah, shit so we can associated. just yeah so that's true
0: that's true can we just watch
1: a lot of Native American movies that like actually don't depict them horribly that, actually, that's or probably what we them. should do.
0: That's actually what we should do next November. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Or yeah. Or just don't have a white man named Daniel Day-Lewis play The Last of the Mohegans. Oof. Like, that's also a, a big problem. Oof. Hollywood.
0: <laughs> oof. Just <laughs> oof.
1: Yeah. Maybe hire an actual Native American. But also,
0: it's just like, it's also, we were like, trying to find Thanksgiving horror theme because like, yeah. that's really kind of our thing anyway. And we tried, and we talked about it in our Romeo and Juliet episode. But we tried <laughs> we watching <laughs> Yeah. We we um we dropped our Romeo and Juliet episode on Halloween, yeah. which is actually very funny. funny yes. <laughs> but um yeah, we tried watching poultry geist, night of the turkey day De- Chicken Day. Night of the chicken, also, De- my, chicken my mistake.
1: isn't even associated with Thanksgiving either. It's right tur- like it's like I right i accidentally gave chicken.
0: it i accidentally gave it a better time ta- well right because it's supposed to be like a kfc rip yeah anyway guys don't watch it it was awful we oh got made God. it through 20 minutes i I'm threatened to throw myself out of bailey's window yeah. it was it was really I bad i think
1: i would have made it through if there weren't so much like shit jokes
0: yeah, there, well, it was just, like, a lot of, like, body humor that, like, I'm just not really into anyway. Yeah. But, like, it was aggressive. Yeah, I'm
1: not really, like, a poop joke person unless it's, like, I don't know, white chicks when he's trying to go to the bathroom and they're all in there. And I think it's because you just hear him, like, farting. You don't actually see shit.
0: Right. You know?
1: Like, if you see shit, for the most part, I'm like, it's like, just like why tra- is this funny? This yeah. This is making me nauseated.
0: Yeah. No, exactly. But anyway, guys, so we did an overhaul of yeah. our thing. Like we we ended up going with um, a few different options instead of horror. We just found movies where Thanksgiving is like kind of in there, in
1: there a bit. you know. <laughs> like, and uh, it turns out that this month they actually, for the most part, will probably be good movies.
0: Yeah, I, I, yeah, they're really not garbage films anymore. We might yeah. have one in there still. Yeah,
1: we'll try to do it for for. The but yeah, no,
0: we've uh, we've ended up just going with like movies that we liked that have yeah. Thanksgiving in it.
1: Yeah, and and this this week we're doing a, a fantastic movie, uh, for your consideration. Yes, which is one, one of. of my- yeah. favorite
0: movies. One of
1: Christopher Guest's mockumentaries.
0: Actually though this one is interesting because it it's not really the mockumentary style is it? Yeah it is the mockumentary I style. I mean I feel like it's yeah. like the interviews and stuff but it's not like yeah. it's not like an actual mockumentary.
1: I don't know they still talk to the camera. Yeah and like well that. that's true
0: that's true. Yeah. I guess it felt it, it still feel maybe just because like it looks nicer like mm. it's like the nicest they've ever looked.
1: Yeah. That like it, it feels be. different to me. Yeah. They're, they're just they're like like industry
0: people right. in
1: this one. Uh do you want to, to say a little bit
0: about it? Oh I'm yeah. Gonna, like, Sorry guys, we, we got really excited <laughs> there for a second. But um yeah, so the synopsis for your consideration is three actors learn that their respective performance in the home in the film Home for Purim, Purim. a drama set in mid 1940s American South, is they're <laughs> generating award season buzz. Sorry, how do you pronounce it? Purim. Purim. Home for Purim, sorry, sorry. Never. The white is jumping out of me right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the non-Jewish in me is jumping out, but I know that I'm spiritually a Jew. I feel like I feel like, it's, I feel like if I did a DNA test, I'd, I'd find out maybe I am Jewish, and I would love it because I feel like I connect to being a Jew, <laughs> even Perfect. though I'm not one. It's Perfect. mainly the food. <laughs>
0: Hey, I get it. I get it.
1: <laughs> and they took away my Jewish
0: deli. That was literally two steps away from us. Oh it's awful. Oh so god. <laughs> <sighs> but anyway, yeah, so this one is one of Christopher Guest's movies and they mm-hmm. they're on set for this movie that they're making. And it's like an indie, like they they, they do yes. make note like how it's like a low budget. It's- Catherine O'Hara is like eating Twizzlers and is like not that happy. Yes, she's
1: very much like her Shits Creek character, but not as like outlandish. Yeah,
0: as Morris, I will say, I will say, she is so goddamn good in this movie. Oh, she's
1: like her talent. I mean, she's always
0: she's always so good. Yes, but like it always strikes me how like in this movie and also in like A Mighty Wind, how she can be so funny. But then also so devastating, mm-hmm. like literally, like she's the only person I can think of who, like, she has a part where she's like started getting like work done to her face, so she has this like <laughs> oh my god stupid expression on her face, like oh, like permanently, her, like, like in a smile. Everything
1: gets t- it's hilarious.
0: <laughs> but she can have that, like she can have that on her face, and then still make me cry because, like you know, she's just like so insecure. She needs this so bad.
1: Yes. It's it's sort of that, like, la- this is that, like, last movie that's going to, like, sort of make or break her. You right. You know, to, to, for her to want to be, like, seen as more of a,
0: a serious actress. Because right. she has that one, she says she had that one part she had when she was younger that could have been, you know, where she played, I think she's, like, a blind prostitute. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Like and so, her eyes are crossed, and she's just like, "Oh, that was like one of the best roles of my career."
1: That's what's that's what's like utterly hilarious about this movie too, though, is that like this movie that they're making, one they run into like every issue possible. Like there's, uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. And Christopher
0: Guest plays the director, yes. and he is so funny. Oh just him just wandering in and out yeah. of shots. Just looking like he, like, he doesn't want to be there. Like has,
1: like, I feel like nobody in this movie had any idea what they were doing. Right. Either. Like, like, that's the thing. And then it's, like, so the whole, like, home for Purim is that, like, Parker Posey brings her, like, friend home for Purim mm-hmm. but it turns out that her fr- and like when she's trying to like explain that it's her girlfriend and they go through like all the little bits of like no mama she's my like friend and like the, the Catherine O'Hara's character keeps like listing off random things <laughs> yeah. and it's hilarious and like it's the whole idea of like, <laughs> like Catherine O'Hara's like sick and dying and can't like come to the Like the like the realization that her child is gay and like hates it, and it's it's so funny because it's like that's the type of movie that you think it'd be like. So it's like they're creating the most awards baity movie possible, the most like Sundancy
0: like. Like, Oh oh my god, it's crazy. There's lesbians in there. There's there. It's a period piece.
1: Yeah. Oh
0: my god. But yeah, I know, and like it's just oh. And the thing is when as, as both of us are in the entertainment industry, we both like, you know, we are around those types of people. Mm-hmm. We're around insecure actors oh all day. We're a law lo- or we're around, you know, directors or producers who like aren't as smart as they think they are.
1: Well, the pretentiousness of Hollywood is insane. Yeah. yeah.
0: Although, give us jobs, please. We love you. We love you. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. absolutely.
0: But, um, you know, yeah, that's why, you know, there's this whole bit where, you know, um, Jennifer Coolidge, she's a producer. She is so, I mean, again, just like these people are some of the funniest actors you'll ever, ever see. And Jennifer Coolidge, she plays this, like, heiress who's just, like, for some reason producing She's, the like, movie. the
1: Swaski girl yeah. who produced Romeo and Juliet, the 2013 yeah.
0: version. That's so funny. Like, I have That's-
1: this assload of money. What do I do with it? All right, I want to make a movie. Honestly, Honestly like there, I like, love her crafty, crafty it. the whole time. Yeah,
0: she's just and like you know, she's just got her dog, and she's just like you know has this air of like, oh, I'm important. And I
1: low key love the energy <sighs> of like anybody who's just like, I'm bringing my dog to set. So <laughs> like, like you just have this like I would be that I would buy like the tiniest French bulldog and be like, you know what, you're dealing with this no, little. There was about. a
0: person. There was a person on the set I that I was working on this summer who she brought her dog first day and it was it was wandering around on the actual set where they were we're, I well, that was the thing we were like, hey, if she had just been like, hey, will you watch our dog? You think yeah. we wouldn't have done that? Or you we have your v- like
1: assistant with you, and they watch your oh, dog. Of she didn't have an assistant. Like, she well, didn't yes. have
0: IMDb credits. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but that's what makes it hilarious is that this is a non-IMDb credit person bringing her dog. Like if like Jennifer Anderson walked on set with her dog, like oh, she'd have her dog. I will Jennifer Anderson. If you're out there listening and you have dogs and you need somebody just to like watch your dogs while you're on set, I will do that. Bailey dog. will
0: do it. I would
1: love that. Not track. me. I will be like anybody (laughs) who's like, I fucking love dogs. So if my job was like to be the dog sitter of like an actor who's on set and like when they're like, you know, have to be doing their scene, I'm just chilling there, watching it and holding their dog. I will do that job. That's my, that's not my dream job, obviously, but to get to my dream job. I would gladly do that That would be, like, that's,
0: like, a good stepping stone job. I would love that. Yeah, Because it's,
1: like, you're not really their assistant. You kind of just hang out with their dog. I mean, I do other assistant stuff, too. But, like, if my main job is, like, dog assistant, damn. That's my job. I will do it. I will do it if you're out there. (laughs) Any actors out there listening, because you actually stumbled upon this, don't know how you did. You need a doggy uh, daycare
0: person on set. This Bailey's around. Bailey's your gal, yes, absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> but yeah, no, but she oh, Jennifer Coolidge was is so great in this movie, and she just I, I mean, the energy of everybody in this oh is God, so yeah. good. Just man, I can't, I can't even,
1: yeah. And it's the, it's the <laughs> usual suspects from like all of the Christopher Guest. So, like, if you're not familiar with like Christopher Gass, like, what it is is that he usually with Eugene Levy. It writes an outline for, like, the idea of what they want to do. And then they have literally the best improvisers in the entire world, and they just pretty much do the scene, but they do it, like, multiple different ways. He has said at times that he has, like, 80 hours of footage. I would watch
0: the hell out yeah. of every then single he then movie. And edits
1: down, and he finds, like, the scene that he thinks works the best, which is the funniest, and pretty much creates a movie from that. So, like, there's no actual script. This is, like, this movie is, like, 100% improvised. That's wild. And it's so good. Yeah,
0: and, like, it really does go to show, like... Like, improvisers, like, a really, really good improviser is a good actor. Oh, And, like, sure, like, sure, there are people who are just, like, wildly funny. But, like, these, these actors, what they find with their characters, I was saying it about Catherine O'Hara, but it's the way it is with, like, all the characters. There's always humanity, in these characters, oh, yeah. so that they're not just like these wild cartoon characters. Because no. if it was just always at like a thousand, it would get exhausting.
1: Yeah, no, there are moments of like, there's like a scene between uh, Parker Posey and then I'm not sure who the the guy's n- real name is, but they start like date. They're like the young people on set, and they. Uh, Playing brother and sister, but they start dating. Oh, so like the tabloids like, are like into that. And then there's a scene where they're like just sitting and like talking and like talking about like w- potentially being like nominated. And there's like a there there's like a even a sadness sort of to that scene. Yeah,
0: and well, it's just like crazy. melancholy. Like that's the thing that works with all of his movies. I think is that there is just this like sense that, like, whatever it is that they're focusing on has to work because it's all they have. Yes. And that, like, that's kind of a through true. line for, like, all of his movies. And yeah. that's, like, what brings it all together, you know, in Waiting for Guffman. It's, uh, like, yeah, that's, like, a lower stakes for your consideration if, if you think about it. Because, yeah. like, it's, it's, it is just, like, a theater production in, like, podunk
1: middle of nowhere
0: and like their one their one thing is that this one reviewer this one reviewer might come who was from New York who's like knows the director and like you know that's that's going to give the girl who, like, works in the Dairy Queen, like, something to, like, look forward to. Something that's not just yeah. working at the fucking yeah. Dairy Queen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you're right. There is, like, with Best in Show, like, everybody's goal is to win, for their dog to win Best in Show. Yeah. Because you know. they don't have anything else. All they have yeah. is their fucking dog. And that's all they're focusing on. Yeah. And each character is, is, that's, like, the through line of what their goal is to win. Yeah. Best in show. Or
0: like my oh, Mighty Wind. That's like again one of my favorites. Like probably right up there with this one. And there's that whole bit where like the Eugene Levy and Katherine O'Hara bit is like not really funny at all. At all. It's just them like having broken up as like a singing act and also as like I guess like as a couple and then him so like kind of trying to get her back. But like it's not. That's not what it is. And then they kiss at the end, but like she's just like, that was just for the performance. It's devastating. I was like, I don't think I laughed once when these guys were on (laughs) (laughs) on camera. It's great. (laughs) I, them together is fantastic.
1: So they're not together in this one, unfortunately. Like she's an actor and he, he has a smaller role in this. He plays um, an agent. Yeah. Yeah. He's um, uh, Harry Shears. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah uh agent and he's hysterical but they're not like together the way they are in like you said yeah like, yeah they don't have like those in scenes show. or
0: even in like Shit's creek obviously yes
1: yes i mean i guess like of course these movies are elevated by these actors too because like if you don't have the right people i mean it's like anything like, sure. if, they, like if you don't have the right person cast it falls flat and sometimes the right person isn't cast and it's not even like a knock at like an actor, like, sometimes a good actor is just poorly cast, and that's, like, that's that's not on being, like, oh, oh, no, this person can't. No, this person can act. It's just, like, this isn't like the right role for them, and that happens multiple times, yeah. unfortunately. And like you just think
0: about, and like you see it a little bit in this movie, but like the politics that goes into like making a movie, mm-hmm. which is always very like interesting to me, because yeah. like you know, like obviously we all want to be like, oh, we're gonna make our art the mm-hmm. way we want to. But like, there's so many yeah. concessions that end up being made yeah. whenever like money gets involved, and I think yeah. that's if what it's this your own money yeah.
1: and you you can finance the whole thing. Then yeah, obviously do you whatever can the have fuck you want, full creative control. But yeah. like when you don't, and it's like Marvel and uh, you know Kevin Feige is like, oh no, we're gonna do
0: what I want to do. Like you <laughs> have to make those concessions, yeah, and like really there's have. nothing there. I'm not saying there's anything no. inherently wrong with that, but like you go like there is that like you see that in this movie though like where you're like you know there's like the director being told like hey like why don't you try putting this like shot in or whatever and they're like he, he, although like he is so funny in it though where he's just like okay like yeah. he just kind of doesn't give a shit which is kind of like it. it's funny because like, they I think, hired the right director for that <laughs> yeah he was just like yeah yeah we'll do it we'll It's yeah, it more like the writers
1: were hating like it was it, Bob Balaban and um it was a, uh, was it Michael McKean that was the other? I think yeah. so. Yeah. So yeah, Bob Balaban and Michael McKean are the co-writers of *Home for Purim*, and it's about like Bob Bob Balaban being the you know the the Jewish character, and it's like sort of like. It means something to him, but it doesn't necessarily, like, really mean anything to Michael McKean's character. Right, he's just, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah. they're just, like,
0: partners. Yeah, he but wrote it, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: he, like, cares about the material, so it's him getting, like, upset when yeah. all of these changes versus, like, you know, Christopher Guest being, like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll put
0: this in, that's fine, that's yeah, fine. <laughs> yeah. But, like, that, so that's one of the changes that happens, and that's what, like, brings us to, like, what our theme is this month, is that, like, one of the changes that they end up doing it doing for the movie is changing it to home for Thanksgiving. Cause they're like, oh, we want it to have like a broader
1: theme appeal. Yeah, yeah. And then the the poster for it
0: is like hilarious because it's like all of their faces in like a pie. Right. Right. <laughs> it looks like one of those shitty indie movies yeah. that you'd find on like IFC at like eleven PM and you're like, I guess I'll watch this. Yeah. And yeah, like maybe it would get like nominated for like best supporting actor like they threw in a bone tor- sort yeah, of thing you yeah. know yeah or it gets
1: like indie spirit awards but it doesn't get you know what i always find hilarious when it comes to because like the the concept of four-year consideration it's the it's the term that they use for you know you'll especially if you live in la you see billboards around award seasons that just say four-year consideration right like You know uh reese witherspoon in the morning show or something like that you know whether or not like it's a good performance apple's gonna be like throwing their money out so it's all about money money is very heavily involved in the four-year consideration that's why somebody like um brie larson didn't get any awards recognition for short term 12 because there was that was so indie that like the studio had no money to go up against, you know, like a searchlight or an IFC or an like nowadays you have like Apple and Netflix that just have all of this money at hand.
0: And that to- I think is like what sucks too is that yeah, now that I hate like it. I hate it. now that like corporations are getting into this mm-hmm. like whole studio game, like it's going to be interesting to see where like film and TV goes because right now there's just so much. Content. oh my God, there's too much, and it's just like it's too much, and it's like in like in some ways, I'm just like, well, it might be easier for us to get jobs now because like we're gonna try like you know we're gonna yeah. work on like something yeah, but but also too then it's just like how how is anything supposed to be um like it it's going to just be money then at that point like of yeah. what gets seen because you know if it's like just thrown onto Netflix like Although, I will say, when Netflix acquires something, I feel like whatever their algorithm is, like, they they are good at pushing things.
1: Yes. Yes. And their billboard game is strong.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So, like, I guess that's the thing, is, like, so you just hope you can make your art and then hope it gets, like, bought out by then a corporation? Like, that seems, like, shitty, too, in its own way. But, But, yeah. Not gonna, not, not knocking it, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) And,
1: like, that was what, you know, um, Harvey Weinstein was great at, was campaigning. Like he was able, like he's the kind of person that helped get Meryl Streep nominations for things that, like, why is Meryl Streep nominated for this movie, right. and why is somebody else not taking that slot? But what I've always found interesting is that, like, campaign, like people that usually, like, usually doesn't always happen, but if you're nominated for a Globe. Like, that can lead to, you know, getting an Oscar nomination. For the most part, yeah. yeah. But then sometimes people aren't nominated for Globes and just get nominated for an Oscar. Or you're nominated for the Globe and, like, because you go for, like, with the Globes, there's, like, the category of drama and then there's a category of musical slash comedy. Also, like why like you know like although you know, i will say like i wish
0: the oscars had that because oh, I sometimes do yeah. sometimes
1: like so then it goes from like 10 to 5 mm-hmm. so there could be like 10 so you have like the five here and the five there and then they have to whittle it down to five and you know
0: most of the co- comedic performances aren't going to get nominated exactly. so it sucks like i do think the oscars should have a comedic because like there's no even way if you to don't compare one or the other. It. Like, recognize. Give me some more, give me some more, like. Comedy
1: is so, like, comedy can fall so flat.
0: And when it's done right, it's magic. And, like, that's why I'm so picky about comedy. Because, like, when it, like, when it's good.
1: Yeah, or even just, like, when there's, like, uh, even if it's, like. You watch a movie and, like, that's the other thing with, like, those, so, well, at least we're on topic. We're talking yeah. <laughs> about Fikori, for your consideration as a whole right yes. <laughs> now. But um, what gets me is when a movie isn't necessarily overtly a comedy, but there's, like, a couple of comedic bits in it. So they're like, oh, you're going to be in this comedy section. Right. Yeah. And
0: you're just like, like, uh, like, what? Right. Um, well, like, if you think, I think, wasn't Melissa McCarthy nominated for Best, actress in a comedy for that that movie where she does, like, the art forgeries? I think you're right, and that's not a comedy. That's not a comedy at all. I don't think I laughed once, and like...
1: (laughs) Yeah. Like, what the hell? It's
0: it's a sort of a
1: way of, like, sneaking people in or doing the whole, like, um, the whole, uh, you're clearly the lead of this movie, but because you're 12, we're gonna say you're a supporting actress. (laughs)
0: Like, well, think about like, like that. Well, you they know, we that. talk about that in True Grit, yes, obviously, but we that. also yeah. like they did that. I think they
1: did that in Paper Moon. They also did it in the Piano. Anna Paquin's in like every scene in the Piano. That's so annoying. She speaks. In the piano more. I mean, great. To, but the thing is, though, like, I get, like, Holly Hunter technically is the lead and of she, the and piano. And she kills
0: it And she that. won
1: for it. Yeah. And so, like, it allows them to both win in that situation, whether or not. So, I guess, I, I guess in that case, Anna Paquin probably is more of the supporting character. Yeah. But, like, she's, like, in it so much, you know? Right. But, yeah, Paper,
0: Paper Moon, yeah, Tatum, I mean, Yeah like and i mean i love that movie that movie's so great yeah. she's so good in that movie yeah she's so
1: and she's so God, i think was she like 10 probably like, that's insane to me i think she still holds the youngest ever to win um because i think i think anna paquin was like maybe 12 yeah i think so yeah yeah um crazy. but nobody like super like i'm trying to think anybody super young get the like Actor or the actress. I know the youngest actor to ever win, but I st- I'm not sure if it was supporting or if it was actually actor was um Timothy Hutton for Ordinary People. Oh, and that should be Best Actor because he's like the lead. No, I think that, that would have
0: been Best Actor. Yeah, right? and he, I know
1: he was like 21. Also, he was so cute. What oh, he
0: think? used to be so hot. Holy yeah. Shit.
1: So I'm pretty sure that the- I hope that's Best Actor, and if so, he is the youngest best actor winner and so i'm not sure maybe jennifer lawrence is the youngest best actress for uh silver linings
0: maybe yeah maybe yeah But nobody's probably. under
1: like 20 nobody under 20 has been even i think even
0: nominated for best
1: or was that Wheel rider girl was that best actress
0: i think she was and then also wasn't that girl from like uh something beasts of the southern wild oh was that Best Actress? I- I don't know, actually. Yeah. See, that's the tricky she...
1: part: whether or not it's whether or not it's act like supporting or lead. Yeah, I feel but like I it think...
0: was probably oh, like, but I feel like Beast of the Southern Wild was a like. I mean, it could have been the same situation where like it was They're a lead like, performance, oh, she's
1: like eight. So we have to give it to her. But I think Whale Rider may have been best actress because I think there's like nobody else in that movie like but her.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> I think that's funny. So.
1: I think it's, like, a very solitary, like, movie. And she was nominated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: For that. But, yeah, I know. They're just gonna give it to... They're just gonna be like, oh, yeah. And then they're ever gonna, like... Aside of, like... You know, it gets me when it's like, oh, they're so young. Like, I'm like, who gives a shit? Yeah. If it's a better performance, it's a better performance. Oh, right. Like, like, who knows if they'll ever be this good again? Right. My my thing is, the, the, the Melissa Leo, like... She's not even the best performance in that movie. Amy Adams is better in the Fighter than Melissa Leo is. Right.
0: You know. But then you do wonder, like, what goes in, like, when it comes to like the po- political stuff of yes. all of this, because like they're like, oh well, we're giving it to her because uh, we we're giving it, it, to it to the Frozen Fighter River. because we didn't give it to her in Frozen, Frozen River. River. Frozen River. Frozen but like, where does where does like? But then you're like, okay, wait. But then like, why the hell hasn't Amy Adams won? First of all. Amy, like, I, ugh, like, one of, like, one of nominations. One of my favorite win. jokes, and, I mean, it's not really a joke. It's just, like, a very bitter observation where they're like, oh, um, you know, Amy Adams is, like, you know, is the next Glenn Close, although Glenn Close is still Glenn Close. Oh. And it's just like, fuck you but guys. Amy Adams you. is so good, though. They both are, though. I mean, I will uh, say, Amy Adams, it is like wild to me that she uh, hasn't won it yet. Same
1: with Michelle Williams. Michelle Williams is going on like four nominations, I think. And she,
0: anything. oh my God, I would have given her one for every every one that she's been on I would have given
1: Amy Adams See Amy Adams is one of those cases where she didn't get nominated for a globe for June bug but got nominated for an Oscar Oh that's right that's right June and bug. it w-
0: and again so in Junebug, bug that's like that it's kind of like in this movie where like it was kind of out of left field yeah,
1: totally out of where left like,
0: field We're like who the hell is this Nobody oh, shit, like she's great Yeah
1: I I I, I've known AMs for a while because I absolutely love, talk about mockumentaries. We should just do like a month of mockumentaries.
0: Oh, I love
1: Drop Dead Gorgeous. Yeah. To me, it's one of the most hilarious mockumentaries ever. Have you seen it?
0: I have not seen that. I think oh the first God. thing I ever saw her in was Psycho Beach Party.
1: Oh, I've not
0: seen that one. That's a, uh, yeah, it's a, um, it's she, based on a play. Or it's based, yeah, it's based on a play. And, um, yeah, she's in it. Oh, she was
1: also in the Cruel Intentions, like, was supposed to be a TV show. Oh, yeah. Plays. This is the one time I will probably ever say that this comes down to casting, improper casting. Right. Catherine is a vindictive bitch. And I think that uh, Sarah Michelle Geller fucking kills as Catherine, yeah. like fucking kills as Catherine. Amy Adams was cast as Catherine, and it falls so fucking flat. Yeah.
0: On. Well, the thing is that whole though that cast in that Cruel Intentions, like it I was, guess it's I get because they ended up making it just a movie. Yeah. Right? So it was supposed to be like.
1: Uh, I think they had filmed a couple of episodes, yeah. and then they were like, "Oh no, we're not green lighting this because it's literally hot up." And then they were like, "All right, well, we'll just like make it into a TV movie," and they did. And it's super like choppy. It's like it it kind of doesn't like make any sense, and you're like, well, yeah, "That's what? so
0: funny." But like this cast, that cast in that movie, it's like musical theater versions of like those characters. Like they're just like theater kids that like. They're like, oh, I, I'm i Sebastian. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you, you know, know I'm, I'm Catherine. And it's like, I'm like, are you about to, like, ho- jump into song? Like, what's going on here? Like, yeah. what's the vibe? Yeah. Why is this happening?
1: So, but I do like that, like, so Amy Adams was literally, and she said she was, like, in an interview I read, she said she was fine if this was just the rest of her life. She was doing dinner theater in Minnesota. Wow. Like, musical dinner theater, and was, like, loving it. And the whole reason she got, they filmed Drop Dead Gorgeous in Minnesota, and they were like, which is really cool, they were like actually looking for people from the area. And she auditioned, and she got the character of Leslie, who is, so the whole thing about like Drop Dead Gorgeous is it's a high school, uh, (laughs) high school beauty pageant. Mm -hmm. Kirsten Dunst is the lead in it and she's I mean everybody's fantastic in this so it's all about um, trying to it's the Sarah Rose cosmetics like uh, Miss America thing that's like the whole thing so they're trying to and then it's so it's like yeah like you'll be like you'll be from this part of like Minnesota and then you'll have to be try to become Miss Minnesota so it follows like a documentary who follows this like small town Minnesota and Amy Adams is one of the people that is competing but her character Character is hilarious she steals like every damn scene she's in that's and
0: great
1: she's like the overly sex cheerleader and <laughs> oh my god they're, so they like interviewing everybody there and like all right so like why do you want to like do this like why do you want to do it and she's like well you know like my boyfriend thinks i'll win <laughs> she's <laughs> just like uh, and it's super adorable she's hilarious in it and then it was actually kirstie alley who was like you're really good at this like move to la
0: Oh, so man. she, like, moved Where? to L.A. and
1: got, I mean, she got work. Like, Cruel Intentions, the TV show, is work. Yeah, and listen, she. Had said, I'm never
0: gonna not, like, yeah. I, listen, anybody Done. listening here. Outside of Poultry Geist, I, do anything. Yeah, and, like, you think I, and like. And porn, don't do porn. Don't go to the valley. <laughs> don't go to the valley.
1: Unless you want to.
0: Yeah. Unless you want to, Sure. Don't get don't get sucked into it unless you want to. Mm-hmm. But like that's the thing is that like even though we like we knock on these movies and stuff mm. like there is never there is not a cant can't in hell that we would say oh, no hell. to any part of any of this. No,
1: I would if somebody was like here you can be Catherine on like the the CW's version of I'd absolutely
0: be like, yes. In. I'd be like, I think I'm more of like the Selma Blair, but like, all right, I'll do what you say. <laughs> yeah. You think I'm right for this. But then it
1: was interesting though, because like what you have to do is even if you like, you you get on, like the show might not go like six seasons, but you have to sign like a six season contract. Wow. From the jump. So like if the show is successful, like you're locked in or you got to show your boobies, like um, what's a face to get out of seventh heaven. Oh, yeah. um, or, Jessica Biel. Yeah, pose pose naked, and then you can maybe get out of your overly religious television
0: show. That's But so usually funny. you sign... Like, and then a... come back, though. She came back, didn't <laughs> she? I think she did. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: but you have to sign, like, this contract. So Amy Adams was like, okay, I get there. I get this role. Like, I have to sign this six-year contract. And she's like, I was never so happy that, like, it didn't actually get picked up. Because she's like, I would have been on that show for, like, this amount of years, and I probably wouldn't have been able to have all these other opportunities. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like, you, you have to think about that, too. It's like...
0: Well, right, and that's why sometimes, like... Sometimes, like, something not working out is what leads to... You getting your break? Yes. Like there's that there's that story about Hillary Swank, like how she got let go from 90210. Yeah. Yep. And you know, I'm sure if I got fired from 90210, I'd be very. I would con- yeah. be contemplating a lot of things. Yeah. I would be pretty upset. I'd be like, uh, I'm like, I'm just gonna go walk into the ocean. I think, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but like, you know, then. A few weeks, a few months later, you know, she was then able to do Boys Don't Cry, which she wouldn't have been able. She wouldn't have been able to do it if she was on Nine Hundred Two One Zero. That's hilarious! Imagine
1: like having this low point where you think like, "Aaron Spelling's fired me. Like, am I not good?" And then you went a goddamn Oscar. I love it.
0: I love it for her. Oh. She's great. And like, I think, and like, the thing is, I've never watched her on Nine Hundred Two One Zero, so I don't know. Yeah, but I, don't I, even I know can't her imagine. Girl. I can't imagine her fitting into that. I
1: think did she I think her character came in I think she was like Steve's like girlfriend I think she was a single
0: mom Yes, yes so like I think that sort of
1: fits but like the idea of like steve trying to be like a dad is kind of that's like weird in in, itself so like that's how it sort of doesn't mesh so i think it really came down i'm
0: hoping it came down to like the mesh well i think it was like yeah chemistry chemistry, like if she's only there to be someone's girlfriend how does that work in the context of the show you know
1: no just go and make a really grungy ingy movie that's so depressing. Oh man, that like, movie fucked me up. That is a movie that you can only literally watch once. Yeah, I don't think
0: I could feet. ever watch it again. It's great. It's yeah, so it's good. well made. Well made, but literally Jesus's feels H. like I was hit in the stomach. Also,
1: she would not be able to play that role nowadays.
0: Yes. <laughs> Which is also yes. like,
1: it's definitely a problem. It's definitely a problem. But God, she's so good at that well, role, you know?
0: But it's its its the thing, yeah. Um, I think like, yeah, 20... When was that? Twenty years
1: ago? I think it was like ninety nine or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit! So it's
0: twenty like, yeah, two years, years ago? ago? Oh yeah. my 22 god! Twenty two years
1: ago, they're like, yes, of course you can play this character.
0: Yeah. Now it's like, but no. like, and it's and it's better. It's for the better because like we should oh, be giving absolutely. these people the like the like trans women trans men should be playing the parts that they like if that is the focal point of the movie yes. that's who should be playing those parts oh absolutely if it's this but then like you know because there's that um there's that woman in those ryan murphy movies that i found out just recently i don't remember what her name is but she's a trans woman and like it's never a focal point point. and i think that's also refreshing when yes. when you just have these the uh, these performers like getting to play parts and like it's just and we're not talking about that I think that when also.
1: when you're a, like when a trans actor is allowed to just be an actor that's sort of when you can maybe go back to the idea of being playing things that are different because like straight people play gay people gay people play straight people you know and that seems to be less of an issue but i think it's because there's not that like Like, gay actors are getting roles versus, like, trans actors aren't getting roles. Right. And that's when it becomes a major issue is the idea of, like, not allowing this, these people to work. But there's a movie with Ed Helms and the, like, the woman opposite him is a character who is playing 100% a cis female because she's his surrogate. And it's an actual trans actor. See, I think that's great. Yeah, that's cool. And I had no idea until like you know you you go you go down the rabbit hole of Wikipedia when you're like, oh, what's this movie about? Who's in this? And you're like, what? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And like that's awesome. And it, the, clearly the character is cis in the movie because she's. Giving birth, <laughs> right, right? But like they just went with like the right actor for the role, and exactly, it's never the character. It's the character's not trans in that in right that movie. So it's kind of interesting that you sort of have that.
0: That's great, and I think that's such a good step in the right direction. Where it's just like, hey, yeah, yeah, we want if you want inclusivity, like where like Scarlett Johansson can play any fucking part she wants, and yes. let then let other people Scar- play. Joe, don't
1: be a bitch about it. That's, that, <laughs> that was your number one problem, I think. <laughs> was just being kind of entitled about it
0: right where it's just like you can't like i there's no it costs nothing to just be like my bad yeah. i say my bad yeah. seven times she a like, day about everything and the fact that
1: this has been a recurring thing like how she had played asian before Ugh, yeah. or or did she play asian or did they just whitewash that character
0: um, like, I don't. I actually don't know. I, I didn't watch the movie. because I had watched the um I had watched the original when I was a kid. Oh, okay. and I just didn't feel compelled
1: to continue on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's that's sort of like the that's the problem within Hollywood. Things are getting better, but then yeah. there's also like the I, I have heard people say this. I had had a conversation with a friend about the idea of uh Supergirl cast a trans actress to play the first female of oh, the female jesus christ the first transgender superhero mm-hmm. in like anything and it's really cool the actress and like at first it wasn't even stunt casting like she's like really good like cool, actually yeah. i was like oh damn but um passes extremely well oh yeah for uh like obviously is a woman but like passes well like you would never know that like was not assigned female at birth Type thing, and then mm-hmm. you get people will be like, well, like yeah, it, people are fine with it because like she passes, and I was like, like we're doing, we're like at least like what like, like like ste- there it's there's got to be like stepping, like you have to do like small little steps to get there. Be thankful like the CW and all of like. All those people are making these steps to be like, we want the... Or or it's like, oh, she's white. It's like, who gives a fuck right. like, at this point? <laughs> One, that show is extremely diverse in general. And you're, like, literally casting, like, a trans actress. It doesn't matter, like, what color the person is. You're still getting your diversity There's there. also,
0: like, an issue you know? to me, I think, when people talk about passing. Because, like... At, w- passing in any capacity, basically, like, mm-hmm. and I'm not, sa- like, I am I can only speak from my own experience, like, mm-hmm. I, I pass for white, mm-hmm. and so, like, I have a very different yes. experience than of most course. people, you know, so, and I'm not trying to say my life is more difficult than anybody's, because it's not, like, I'm not trying to say that, but, like, there is this thing that I've noticed where, like, where, where people will say, like, oh, because you pass, for, oh you pass for white oh you pass for female or male yeah. or whatever that like somehow like that invalidates the, the like whatever that ex- not the experience but like whatever that um, point is. yes and it's like okay I get like where you're coming from but also like yes that also happened it's, recently it's with something
1: else where they were
0: like oh yeah oh this
1: person's not like La- like Latin X enough. And what does I was that just mean? like, what? Like, because they're kind of a white ish, like, but they're still, Latin- like, I don't know. Or the idea of, like, Andy Taylor Joy is actually Latinx.
0: That's crazy. I didn't yeah. know that. Wow. Yeah.
1: And, like, that's the thing. And I think she's the kind of person that wants to come out more with it and be more open with, like, her thing. So it's like, maybe cast her as who she is instead of just some, like, white girl that. Like you know, like allow her to write the role for Anya Taylor Joy to embrace her Latinx heritage, yeah,
0: well, that's interesting. That's really interesting because like there's that there's that new movie coming out, the one, um. It's called Passing, and it's written by Rebecca Hall. And now, who I didn't know, like, we just found out that she is uh, half black. Like, her mom was a singer. Yeah. Is a singer. I don't know if she's still alive. I don't necessarily
1: know if she's half. I don't know if her mother is half black, making her, like, 25%. No, I think
0: she's half. I mean, I think when I was looking... Like her mother
1: is all African American?
0: I think so. Oh, okay then. I mean, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But I feel like that's what I read.
1: No, you could be very right.
0: And but um holy shit
1: like, <laughs> yeah that's one of those things because like when it came out people were like who is she to direct this and i was like she has every right to direct yeah this.
0: actually she's not a fairly brother so it's yeah. fine actually oh they God. actually got the right person
1: <laughs> yeah they got like the right color of, of the person that they Well, like, like, like oh so know?
0: it's like oh it's a story about women who pass for white who are Black, so you got a white passing black woman to write and direct like it. That's amazing. Good, good idea. Thank God. Yeah, Netflix,
1: you are doing it right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm sure. Like, obviously, I, I'm very white, so I cannot. Uh, I'm, I'm boring. Like, I can't identify with like anything. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like I can only identify with like a cis straight gendered white girl, and I feel like. But I want to like. I'm the kind of person that like if I was to write something like if i was to write from a a queer character perspective or if i was to write from a character who's not white i would want to be the person that does all this research and understands and tries to write because i've never been like oh you can't write this like i believe you can write this you just have to do your research and understand properly and and take care of what you're writing to do that because i'd love to get especially more diversity in in my writing especially from um Oh, like a cultural background stance, like you know, and sure, just be sure. like, oh, let's 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 show the perspective of like I don't know, y'all, like a young Filipina. Like I think I don't think people realize that Olivia Rodrigo is like a Filipina. Right. I didn't. I just assumed like Rodrigo because of my like ignorance. I was like, oh, she must be Latinx. Do a little Google. No, she's not. Rodrigo. It's because like. They were. I, I believe that like Philip, like I believe the Philippines was sort of like taken o- taken over by um, sort of like Spanish colonizers. So that's why like a lot of the last names like Santos or oh, like they, I think that's why they s- seemingly have like what what appears to be like a Spanish heritage last name when no they're actually a Filipino. So right. like that's the thing is just like I don't know. Like Olivia Rodrigo should be playing, but also the too like, people,
0: but also people should be doing just more research exactly. in, in in general. Just, yep. guys, you've got a computer in your pocket at all times.
1: No, just why like... do that you know when they just let you make Green Book, though? <laughs> like, and it yeah. gets Mahershala Ali another Oscar.
0: That's fine, though. I love him. He's no, great. Yeah,
1: and good for you, Mahershala, but Jesus, that movie. Woo!
0: Gotta say, gotta say, not, not a fan. They fourier
1: no. considered the shit out of that movie somehow. So yeah, that's what it comes back to. If you have the money to campaign better, yes, that's the the political climate of of. Of acting and like Meryl Streep has sort of like come out and spoken about it a bit, but I'm like, bitch, you just get nominated for like Into the Woods and Florence Foster Jenkins, so like, you're just having a grand old time.
0: Being. Well, she, well, she has brought it up though. She has like a good sense of humor about the whole thing. Because yeah. she says things like, she's like, yeah, but you realize that like I've lost the most. Yeah, yeah, I've had <laughs> like, like 22
1: I, nominations and I've lost what like 18
0: times. Yeah, like if she has three, so yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, so I
1: go to the Oscars more losing than yeah. Going home like I'm just there. going
0: like, and at that point, she yeah, I'm sure she just wants to hang out. She wants to put on a nice dress, like yeah. get See, dolled up. That's the thing is,
1: Glenn Close goes, but she loses every time, and she's a sport about it. She's great because these last Oscars were like I liked the aesthetic of being at um, Union Station. I thought it it looked was beautiful. beautiful. Like, it it was so gorgeous, um, but of course they're gonna go back to the Dolby this year. Uh, I'm sure. But Not aesthetically beautiful, but like there was parts of it that I was just like, what is this? A like, cool, and like getting Lil Ray Howie to like dance, like ass jiggle dance with like Glenn Close. I'm I loved like, it. I was so into it. Girl, you just like lost like again. Like,
0: <laughs> ugh. It sucks, but she's great.
1: No, she has the, the sense of humor to just be like, yep, yeah, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. I'm going <laughs> to probably lose, but I get some drinks. Yeah. I'm hanging out with the creme de la creme in Hollywood. I'm just enjoying life. Exactly. And, like, that, like, looked like a more fun environment. Because, like, at the Oscars, like, you know, the Globes, it's, like, tables, and you have food, and you can, like, shoot the shit with people. Whereas at the Oscars, it's just, like, a theater. So everybody's, like, in a straight yeah. line. Whereas, like, at this, like, there was, like, tables, and it looked, looked like it was, like, way more of a fun yeah, environment a fun event. to be in. Whereas, like, the Oscars are very, like... Stuffy, very formal. To, like, yes. The other things like we should try to get emotions. jobs
0: this year as um, seat fillers. Seat fillers. Dude, that'd
1: be the shit. I I don't
0: even know how we could get that job, but I want I don't it. Either. I've or always people, wanted. Or it. you know,
1: there's people in the back back of the theater that like like, does everybody have that much family that, like, my brother and sister and my Aunt Judy are, like, uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Like, my mom's sit or or I love when just like, no, I'm going to take my hot-ass man and make my mom sit all the time. Yeah. I would never do that. I'd be like, I will walk the carpet with my hot-ass man and then be like, you can go sit in the rafters. My mom is sitting next to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: nice. That's like, nice. I like that. Um, But yeah, so basically, though, these three, so it's Mm -hmm. the Catherine O'Hara character, it's Mm -hmm. um, uh, Parker Posey, Posey, and then what's the guy's name? Harry Shearer. Harry Shearer. These three get, like, wind that, like, they're, they're getting the Oscar buzz for their movie. And I love
1: when, like, it's the Harry Shearer's character, it's, like, announced when he's on pretty much, like, the Access Hollywood, and it's literally Jane Lynch, and I think it, is it John Michael Higgins? Uh, oh no no it's not true. John Michael Higgins is somebody else in this. No, it's Fred it's Fred Willard. Yeah. And um, yeah. And uh and Jane Lynch, they're, like, the anchors of, like, this Access Hollywood, and it's Fred Willard, like, drops the bomb of, like, oh, there might be Oscar buzz, and then, like, but it, there's, like, been no provocation for it, so, like, Eugene Levy is, like, eating a donut, and there's, like, Did they just say Oscar? Oscar buzz,
0: like, <laughs> and, and, like, and, like, everybody goes into, like, this frenzy yeah. about it, <laughs> like, right, right, but, like, yeah, so the whole movie, though, is basically these three characters now, like, doing the most ridiculous, like, extra stuff yep. to, like, try to get the Oscar nomination. Like, you know, Parker Posey, like, you feel probably the least bad for her, because she is, like, at the beginning of her career. Yeah. Like... It, it this isn't doesn't feel really like a make or break situation yeah. for her although like she has all those like really funny bits about um you know like how she'd start like you know she came up in theater and like she had her one woman show yes i'm yes. so glad we actually got to see some of her one woman <laughs> show in it cuz like there is just like there is a um what would you call it there's like a uh, just like an an idea you get of a person when you know that they have a one person person show yeah. and i'm being a goddamn hypocrite because i have produced some one, one person, person shows place but like when you hear that someone's doing a one woman show or one man show like like, it's uh, like I'm gonna eye roll now like whatever and like then when you see some of her one woman show like at the end of the movie you're like oh I was right yeah yeah (laughs) I perceived you perfectly (laughs) yeah it's like oh okay yeah your
1: one your one woman show is trash yeah
0: (laughs) shit (laughs) but um you know so like yeah the Eugene or um the the what's his name? Harry Shear. Harry Shear I keep wanted to say Norm Shearer for some reason. <laughs> no reason. Um, but yeah, the Harry Shear character and the Catherine O'Hara ca- character, they're, you know, yeah, it is like the towards the yes. end of their careers. Like, they haven't, like, nothing has panned He's out. He's,
1: like, known for being, like, in commercials. Yeah, Mostly, so this kind of, like, yeah. yeah. And wasn't it, like, an embarrassing, like, herpes commercial or something? Like, I forget what it was. It was something ridiculous. Yeah,
0: and, like, he's just known for those. So this is kind of, like, him being, like, I, hey, like, I can do yeah, something. I'm like, serious. I can act.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, kind of, you know, kind of, like, how in Party Down, like, Adam Scott's character is only yes. known for that one commercial. Yeah. And, like, he got, like... You know, now he can't really get anything else. Yeah, well, yeah. Oh, that's
1: gotta also suck too. I
0: can imagine, like remember the Dell guy from when we were yes, kids? Yes,
1: yeah. I think he ended up like selling drugs.
0: Oh, poor guy. Uh, yeah, can right. you imagine? Like you get near your weed and you're like, Are you the, the Dell guy?
1: guy? Right? Are you oh a cop God. now?
0: Like I would be like not trust yeah, him. But, dude,
1: you're getting a Dell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just like the the Jake from Stay Farm guy is doing great for himself. Yeah. Flo the progressive girl, like. she's doing
0: good. Also, the girl who does those AT T commercials, oh, she was yeah, just yeah. in um this really good like horror comedy I saw, mm-hmm. Werewolves Within, and like she's great. And I'm like, hey, see, like honestly, this is what you got to be doing. Like, yeah. sure, you're probably not going to be in like the next like Marvel movie tomorrow, but like you could work towards yeah, it and by you're like making doing these- some
1: like crazy yeah, money
0: morning.
1: yeah yeah like you, chris evans w- didn't wake up one day and was captain america like he was in not another team movie love it love it it's genius it's the last <laughs> great parody movie but like you have to start
0: somewhere like yeah. not
1: everybody wakes up and their first movie is harry potter
0: yeah like not everybody can and even his wasn't his that wasn't even his first movie it was
1: for rupert grin Emma oh that's it, cute like they because that what they what i liked about that though is they did like a, like, like a United Kingdom-wide open call. So, like, Rupert Grant and Emma Watson, like, didn't have representation. They were just, like, school kids that were, like... I love that. I know. I think that's awesome. But, and they ended up, like, getting the roles. And I like that, like, they were, like, you know what? Yeah, we're just gonna, like, put this multi-billion dollar franchise on the back of, like, pretty much three unknowns. Which I kind of like, though. No,
0: absolutely. But that's the thing is, like, you do that, and then you cast a bunch of, like... The good, like, older actors as all, the teachers. Yeah, exactly. And, like, they all can help.
1: casting properly. That's yeah. why it literally took the Coens 15,000 girls to find Haley Steinfeld. Yeah. Imagine that. Like, there's 15,000 little girls out there being like, I want to be
0: an actor. You also feel bad, too. Yeah. But, I mean, that's the nature that. of the business. And that's what you keep going in this movie is, like, this is a very hard business. Yes. It's sad. Yes. I don't know why we do it to ourselves. We get so... Like, we face rejection every goddamn day. But
1: I feel like at least with, like, with, with writing, I can sort of just, like, I, I I have to sit down and, like, craft it. The idea of, like, and then I can, like, fail with, with it with crafting. But, like, the idea of, like, going into a room... And like, like I don't know. That's just—it's one of the reasons so... I
0: stopped audition. Like, yeah. I, I kind of stopped at least acting. nowadays
1: it's mostly on like taped. I was like, so yeah. that seems like way better. It is better because you can like tape it. You can get the right take that you think is like the Absolutely. best. You can like send it. So I'm all about be like, sign me up. I'll act now with taped auditions. Hey, Please, but look at like, that! Like, <laughs> remember I
0: you helped me, uh, Bailey helped me with a self tape. Like, I did yeah. about a month ago, and I got the part. So that's coming up soon, yeah. but like, still, like that's like one one job in like fucking yeah years and years. Like you know how many no's I've gotten before I got that one but yes, and I've had you know I've had yeses in the past. But yeah, like,
1: but that's even the thing of like you you like that role that you got the yes on, you like outside of Rupert Grint and Emma Watson, like you have gotten, you've still, got, even if you're young, even if you're like 13, you've still gotten hundreds of no's. Yeah. Like, cause you've are, yeah, you've, you've absolutely. been trying to pursue this for years yeah. at, at any rate. So you've, you've gotten so many no's so you have to keep going and hopefully like you get that yes. But yeah, like even, even it's like, oh yeah, I just got the like, this is your breakthrough role. Like, oh my God. It's like, oh yeah, no, I've been. At um, this
0: forever. Like, I mean, even, think about like, think about like Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. he have been like, struggling for years and years and then finally, like, was like, fuck it, and made Sling Blade. Yeah. One of, like, an amazing movie. Yeah, so, so sometimes
1: you have to do it yourself,
0: too. Yeah, like, like Sylvester Stallone did it himself. Like, that is kind of, like, the thing is, like, you do have to sometimes create the content you want yeah, to Yeah, like, in. you
1: can, like, love or hate Lena Dunham. Like, she... Made tiny furniture. Yeah. Which,
0: Girls is part of the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. Whether you like yeah. it or not, she discovered Adam Driver. Thank
1: you, girl. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. A
0: girl, like, listen, a woman yeah. appreciates. Or you
1: can sit here and be like, oh, I don't like it. And it's like, cool, you don't have to like it, but like, you it, can,
0: the, you, then you make something. Better. Exactly.
1: You get handed, like, because the idea is, oh, her parents gave her money. Cool.
0: Do you know how many p- parents give their kids money, yeah. and that that money goes up their kids' noses? Yeah. Like, like, come on! Her parents like, like,
1: here's fifty thousand dollars. She got her friends. She got a camera. She made a she movie. She made a movie that She's won done... huge. Yeah, and, uh, you know that won huge at South by Southwest. Uh, It got Judd Apatow involved, so she did it. So it's like, you're just a hater if you're like, oh. Seriously. Like, you might not like the content, or you might respond to, like, you you can't say, like, oh, I can't relate to it. It's not my experience. Fine, it's Lena Dunham's experience. It's like, you know, and some people say, like, I had a friend say, like, oh, Lady Bird, like, my sister isn't, like, Lady Bird, so therefore Lady Bird is null and void. I was like, okay, cool, so your sister wasn't Greta Gerwig. This is Greta Gerwig's story. Right. It doesn't mean that it's not... So you're more related, like, you can't... It's like it doesn't make any sense. That's, like, so when people, like, sort of use that as the idea for not liking something, that's why I'd be kind of a shitty... Um, like critiquer of movies, like a critic, because I'd be like, no, A Walk to Remember is perfect for twelve-year-old girls. <laughs> like it's perfect. Yeah, you know, and it's and it might not be your experience or this experience, but you have to understand. And then you might find something that you is more relatable. Like I relate way more to Nadine from The Edge of Seventeen than I ever do to Lady Bird. But I still like Lady Bird right. as a movie. And that's what, because I, I think it. I
0: relate more to Lady Bird. There
1: you go. So you're you're Lady Bird Johnson. I'm just and, a and little I'm, bit more. I'm about, like, Nadine Franklin. Like, <laughs> less perfect. awkward. Way less awkward. Or I like to believe I'm way less awkward. I just think it's the shoes. I but was I just <laughs> kidding. Of, you
0: know, yeah, no, her style. Her yeah. style is so good yeah, in that like, movie. That,
1: that's me. Mainly, I'm like, this is my style icon. But yeah, so like, you know, it's just because you can't relate to it. And it doesn't necessarily like mean the material isn't good. Right. Of a type thing. Right. So, you know?
0: Yeah. So. Anyway. <laughs> the
1: material in Home for Purim is not good.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is, there's really no way to elevate the material in the movie within a movie of for your consideration. Yes. Like the, the dialogue is so yes. funny and like funny in a way like where you do recognize you're like, I've read this shitty dialogue oh, before. Yeah. A thousand yeah. times, you know, like it's her just being like, of
1: mama. Mama. mama,
0: I'm home. Yeah. And
1: like the, the extra draw for the southerner. Like, I'm we're gonna... home,
0: mama. Yeah. And, and like we... her practice, like them yeah. practicing their yeah. accents. It was like, this is what I think the southerners sound like. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh my God. <laughs> but um, yeah, I will say it all kind of, so it all kind of culminates to the part where they're like all waiting for um, the, nominations. the nominations to drop. And I will say, so, like, we've seen some, like, really heavy antics up at this point. Like, Catherine O'Hara has gotten her face done.
1: Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh it's my so God. crazy.
0: She, like, she's gotten, like, And their Botox. Yeah. Yeah. She's
1: gotten, like, a breast lift. It's yeah. Like,
0: hilarious. hilarious. So funny. And, um, and then, like. Uh, Harry is like doing these like pro- like he's doing those like MTV things like where he's, like, he's trying to get
1: all young doesn't he have like frosted teeth yeah he gets and like stuff. the frosted he got his teeth done his teeth are like so like super yeah the older characters are
0: obviously trying, trying to like reclaim their youth Parker Posey she, like, like
1: breaks up with breaks the,
0: up with the, the boyfriend, boyfriend because she's like oh you're not supportive she just like kind of goes yeah. nuts and like it all kind of culminates with them like waiting for the nominations to come mm. out and none of their names get said. Except, except the guy who Parker Posey broke up with. <laughs> the
1: brother gets nominated, yeah. and he's sleeping. Through yeah, he
0: it. slept through it. He did. Yeah. He like he gets like the call from his agent basically. the like, nominations that was here
1: are like at five in the morning. Yeah.
0: I do oh wake up God. for them. I do. That's like the it was one time. So much time... easier
1: when I lived on the west coast. Oh, I, I am mean, On the east coast because it was like just eight
0: o'clock. Yeah, no. It's yeah. the only time of year I ever wake up early for anything. No, nah, I usually
1: that's dedication. I will wait until I get my deadline report in no, my email.
0: Nah. I I got to do it. It's like listen. Unless I don't have like a sport. A... I don't yeah. have a sport. I don't have anything. Except these Unless things. Unless it's a year
1: where I'm, like, really into a performance and
0: I'm, like, get mad. You if gotta say, that, you like... better say that fucking name. And that's, like, so that's the thing is, so it's, I mean, it is an emotional, like, I felt like I got hit in the face <sighs> and the gut. When they don't say Katherine O'Hara's name. Yeah. Cause like she's been being such a like annoying person this whole time. Mm-hmm. But when they don't say her name, I started it's crying. Depressing. And yes. she's just like, she's what is she saying? She's just saying, like, pick me. Yeah. Oh. Pick me. And like and like, and, like of, yeah. this the tears then are like falling down her face. And so like it yeah. looks kind of grotesque. <gasps> because like she's got this like clown smile on. Yes. But like oh, these tears. God. And I was just like, what the hell? First of all, why wasn't she nominated for? this movie
1: yeah craziness like
0: craziness it's so good and she's because they're
1: never gonna nominate
0: I'm gonna make her get nominated that's this is my goal would you like would you say there I wouldn't really call any of the moments batshit but because like there's so many just really fucking hysterical. There's great lines. Like, this
1: movie has some great ass lines too. There's two of like my favorite lines in in movies in here. One was um by uh literally <laughs> Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, is like she's great. She's great in like everything. She's so freaking underrated. No, it's crazy. It's, I it's, love it's, her so much. Yeah, she's so funny. But it's Bob Balaban's character. And she calls him Mr. Cunts. And his name, and he's just like, is it's Coons.
0: But like, I can't do it justice. You need to, the hilarity of the scene. No, she literally, I think it's because like when she does like emphasis on things or like her just like very like willful ignorance of things yes. is always so fucking funny.
1: Oh my God. Ah, yeah, like so in Piston in in show, we could just talk. Or not talk for hours about <laughs> her, like, old-ass husband. Yeah. Yeah, there's that, and then there's John Michael Higgins, whom I love. Um, he, he. I forget, he's, like, he works on set, but I forget exactly what his character, like, right. what he does. But he's, like, on set. And he's talking, he just randomly goes into, like, random tangents about himself. And he he just literally says, I'm one-eighth Mighty Choctaw. (laughs) And it is so funny. Mm. But, like, sort of, like, when you can hit the funny beats in a small role, like, to me, that's, like, you've elevated that.
0: And he's great at doing that.
1: Like, he's really, obviously, he has a bigger role in, like, Best in Show. Yeah. But, like, he has a, a smaller role in, like, For Your Consideration. Yeah.
0: No, he's great. But yeah, I wouldn't really say, yeah, I, I'm just going to go with saying like what my favorite part mm-hmm. is maybe. And it would be like when you, it, it's probably when you see her one woman show, like when you <laughs> finally see it, it's like she's in all black, Parker Posey, and she, uh, you know, she's like wearing, of course, like a black turtleneck because like, well, you know, douchebag art. actor. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And she's like, and like the stage is all red and she's just like yelling about a penis. And it's just like, yeah, this is exactly what I thought it would be. Yeah, it's like
1: it's exactly what you would picture. Yeah,
0: like yes, because that part comes at the end when like you're like they're like checking in on all the actors, what they're
1: doing. Yeah,
0: and like I will say again, like it ends with like Catherine O'Hara, like it's uh, like very uncomfortable. Like now she's like teaching acting to like she's still got that weird fucking face. I mean, she put a lot of money into it. I suppose. Yeah, you gotta you gotta Gotta keep it. But now she's like teaching acting kids and it like, and I found like the whole thing very depressing. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's sad. It's sad. Uh, but it's a great movie. Like we can't put it on the scale. Like all of Christopher Guest's movie from Spinal Tap. I haven't seen his like latest one because they're not in it. It's like, there's no Eugene Levy. Like he did another one. one. It was like on Netflix. There are a bunch of like puppeteers or something. Oh,
0: I didn't know that. Yeah. But
1: like it's Christopher Guest and it's like a mockumentary, but, um, oh, thank you, Alexa. (laughs) <laughs> My thing has arrived. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there, So yeah, it's like it doesn't have Catherine O'Hara or Eugene Levy. I don't know if that was because they were, like, doing shits and they were sort of, like, yeah. like caught up with doing that. But I need another one with all of them because yeah, usually it, it is, like, from, you know, waiting. Yeah, Sp- Spital Tap's different, though, because that, that wasn't – it is a mockumentary. He, like, wrote it, but it's Rob Reiner versus right. um, his first uh, one was Waiting for Guffman. yeah. And they're, they're all fantastic.
0: They're so good. They're so great. But yeah, so we can't recommend this enough, guys. You have to watch this movie.
1: Absolutely. Amazing. It's,
0: it's hilarious.
1: You have to watch all of them. Watch Waiting for Gotham, Best in Show, A Mighty Wind, Spinal Tap. Like All of them.
0: Yeah. Literally all of them. We love all of them. Absolutely. They're so good. Yeah. Alright, well we'll be back next week with another movie that we actually, well I don't think you've seen it, right? You haven't seen I have not seen it, but there
1: is the theme of Parker Posey, so Jen yeah. did make the joke like, could we find two more? Like, Yeah, theme? two more! Or maybe we just turn it into a Parker Posey theme, like forget, two out of the four, Yeah.
0: like I don't know. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we'll be back next week with House of Yes Ooh, we can watch Daisy and Confused Ooh. She's barely
1: in it, but she's in <laughs> it
0: <laughs> Alright, bye guys Thanks
1: Sweet, sweet garbage baby Sweet, sweet garbage baby